Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. Good morning, beautiful. I am so grateful you're here as we continue the series, Amplify Your Weddings. Today, I have a very special guest. She is one of my dear friends and her name is Kim Baker. Kim is an award-winning luxury licensed makeup and hairstylist. And to be perfectly honest, she is more, 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 much more than that. Kim is a dear friend residing in San Jose, California and supporting all of the Bay Area and destination as well. And uh, she's just the coolest. She lives with her beautiful wife and their sweet, sweet daughter, who is so fun to follow along with their adventures. And to be perfectly honest, when I started thinking of all these guests that I want to include for this series, even though Kim is not a photographer, she is an embodiment of good vibes and truly, truly creates the wedding experience that I love to create for my clients as well. And this all happens in the morning. So if you're not a photographer, I get it. And if maybe you're not even a makeup artist, I totally understand. But I'm so happy you're here because this conversation will exceed weddings. It'll go beyond weddings. It's business, babe. And this is what I'm all about is bringing on people that I love and encouraging others to step into their power, truly love, listen, and provide an experience for our couples and our clients that leave them begging for more. So without further ado, I am so, so grateful to introduce you to Kim Baker. Let's get going, babe. Welcome to Keanu Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome, Kim. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Kiana. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You're welcome. Kim, I absolutely adore your energy and your vibe and working with you. And I feel like this is a great conversation for this podcast series, Amplifying Your Weddings, because as a makeup and hairstylist, you, I mean, this is, you're not a wedding photographer. (laughs) 
Yes. And so having your perspective here at this imaginary podcast table is truly a blessing to so many. And I'm just so grateful that you can chat with us today. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to share because I, I listen to your podcast regularly on the way to drop off the little babe. And so many times I'm just like, oh, I want to be, I want to chat with Kiana about this. I want to talk to her about it. So here we are. <laughs> yes. Yes. We are. Oh my gosh. We're going to dive deep into client experience and most importantly, just creating a vibe. I know Kim. So I'll start asking you questions, but I kind of want to paint the picture for any listener or any friend that hasn't met you yet. Uh, when you work with Kim and you walk in on a wedding day, those that know me know I'm a vibe. I have this weird like iguana effect where I can camouflage into my environment. But I also try really hard to calm things and kind of put out fires before they even happen. And to be perfectly honest, without tooting my own horn, I have yet to meet someone like me, Kim. <laughs> and that is and that is you, someone that can truly, honestly, just kind of absorb the energy around you and be so aware of of just the vibe that you're creating. When I walk into bridal suites with your getting ready rooms in the morning, everything is calm. I feel like I'm walking into a spa and it doesn't matter. I, I want to paint the picture. It doesn't matter if there's only one or two services being done for the bride and her mom or a huge wedding party of 12 to 15 bridesmaids. It doesn't matter, Kim. Like you just have this essence of making people feel heard, understood, and truly beautiful from the inside out. So I just had to kind of plug you and share that before I kind of needed to paint the picture before we dive into these questions, because I don't let just any Joe Schmo on my podcast. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. First and foremost, I mean, if anybody wants to feel good, they need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. You're amazing. Well, let's dive right into these questions. Like I always preface with a lot of my podcast episodes, this podcast is really truly designed for creative small business owners and very, very passionate souls. So even though this is a wedding series specifically for wedding photographers, amplifying your weddings, Kim is just going to knock it out of the park with this conversation. So Kim, let's just dive right in. What are some of the ways that you can provide an unforgettable experience before the wedding? Honestly, it starts from that like discovery portion, right? Where they're finding me, whether on Instagram or my website, Google, Pinterest, wherever I am, and I'm everywhere. And it's in the way that I display my work and the words that I choose that it's more than just makeup and hair. It's an experience. It's how you feel on the most important day of your life up until now. And, you know, having been a bride myself, having now worked in like so many wedding suites is that the feelings are even more important than how you look because that transforms you. That is what helps you feel present and grounded and just elevate the day in itself. And being that I'm the very first person with my clients on their wedding day, that is so important. So I would say it's like really painting the picture from the very beginning of how someone will feel. And then um, I also get on calls with all of my potential clients all potential brides and even some grooms, or there's a new phrase for my non-binary clients of broom or swiffer, which I'm loving is so fun. So cute. <laughs> that like, it's a connection that 
we are choosing each other because they know that I'm going to help them feel incredible from the inside out. That's amazing. And so how are they discovering you? Like, where do most people find you? Mm -hmm. You mentioned you're everywhere. So where are people mostly finding you? Yeah. So my top three are, one is Instagram. I post regularly. I'm in my stories all the time. Hashtags, all the things, reels, you know, you know. And then my next one would be referrals from vendors that I've worked with or clients that I've worked with, um, because word of mouth is really like the best, the best marketing. And then my, my third top is Google search. So I collect all my reviews on Google, which improves my SEO. I post images on my Google My Business. I leave reviews for other wedding vendors um, in Google and I come up like the like top three or four in my area just by doing that. So those are the the top ways that I'm found currently. That is amazing. And then I'd love to kind of dive a little bit deeper into once someone discovers you. So once this dream bride finds you, how does that process look like? Because you are truly creating this magic trust and magic touch before they even book you. So um, what are some ways that you can build that confidence, whether it's either confidence in booking, and then I'd love to almost chat like two questions. And then I'd like to continue about how you do some skin prep and how you actually prepare them for their wedding day. Uh Uh-huh. So I get all of my clients on a consultation call on a zoom call. I ask them all the like feely questions. So I'm asking them about how they met, how they got engaged, what their vision is for their wedding, what their vision is for their wedding morning. Not only does this create connection, but this gives me a really good idea of like who they are, how I can support them, what are their needs, and so I can fill those gaps for them. For like, for example, if someone is really nervous about getting their makeup and hair done because maybe they didn't have a great experience before, or you know, they don't usually wear makeup. Most of my clients do not wear a lot of makeup. Their hair is in a bun or a ponytail most of the time. So, you know, they don't want these like over the top dramatic glamazon looks. And so I'm going to really speak to that and really build up their trust in me. And a lot of that comes from, like you said, like the skin prep and prepping for their wedding. So I talk them through like what that looks like. And that starts right away. As soon as they book and you know, I'm in HoneyBook and now I have like the amazing smart files. If you don't have them, ask for them. (laughs) So as soon as they pay, they get pushed into a skincare questionnaire and we start that process immediately. I get them on a, a skincare consultation call and we're talking about what their expectations are for their skin, what their budget is, what they're currently doing, what they want to change, all that kind of stuff. Because the best way to feel comfortable in your makeup and to apply as little as possible is to have your skin on point is really, truly, you know, when people ask me like, how do I make a, make my makeup last? How do I, you know, all those questions, it really comes down to skincare. But beyond that, I'm creating an experience for them. There is that immediate touch point where we're connecting straight from the beginning, because you know this, Kiana, like people book you so far in advance sometimes. And then you like 
don't have that many touch points with them. You know, sometimes you get to be like good friends on Instagram with your clients and stuff like that. But there can be a long time and they're so excited when they book. So I'm like, let's get going. Let's like start right away. Let's do this. And my clients love it. They love it so much. So even if you're not makeup or hair, like what can you do from the get-go to just capitalize on their excitement of working with you? Yes. There's something magical about either sending that first email or sending that first first big chunk of payment and then getting into some type of funnel, getting into some type of educational resources and fun facts and questionnaires. It just kind of feels like that quick little instant gratification. And yeah. then you carry that through, right? So then you are, you're checking up on them and making sure that they have their water intake and getting to know them and um, encouraging them to sleep more. It's like, yes, brides, if in order to have good skin. We need to eat avocados and sleep. (laughs) (laughs) All the avocados. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. So please. So let's continue this because this is such good information already. I love how you are doing this quick combination of skincare and education for them, but also sharing just business tactics. Like this is amazing. So I want to know, Kim, (laughs) when you are setting up your day, because I know you're a big empath like I am. You're a big energy person, big love, big energy. How do you prepare yourself and how do you prepare your confidence? Because I could I could jump right in. I'm getting this download right now. Like I can jump right in to be like, so how do you set up your morning? How do you find the best light for the getting ready room? And those are all really important things. But how do you set yourself up mm-hmm. to have that confidence and to just walk into any getting ready suite, knowing that you are in control of your own emotions and you can help kind of set the tone for the day? Like what are some yeah. of your self-care things? Oh my gosh. I love this question so much. So It's different now than what it used to be. I used to get very nervous for every single wedding for a very long time. I think maybe just this year it switched and I'm, I've been doing this for eight years. So for the first seven years of business, I would get very, very nervous. Um, And things that I would do, I would actually listen to like very specific playlists on my way to adjust my mood. Um, So if I wanted to get more in the feels, I would listen to the playlist I listen to on my wedding morning and sometimes cry on my way over. Um, I wear crystals. I always wear crystals to weddings. I'm, you know, big into that. So I always have um, rose quartz on just to like amplify the love. I love citrine. Citrine really grounds me. And also, Every time I wear my citrine, I get really good tips, like really good tips. So um, wear your citrines. Yes. Um, The other thing too is just like little routines of getting ready. So if I have a really early start or if I have to leave really early, I set everything out the night before. I make sure I'm all ready. So I'm literally just waking up, getting dressed, brushing my teeth and leaving. The less I have to think about before I leave, the better it is on me. But now, you know, a lot of it more is second nature now. I think I have a lot better energetic boundaries for myself. So, you know, the nerves are a lot less. Like I don't have to think about as much my energy because it's just second nature now. And I think really that is a gift that I'm so fortunate to have. You know, some people have to really think about it a lot more. Whereas 
it is so second nature to me. Yes, that's so important. And I feel like being prepared and like that's to me, the more prepared you are, it is just it is a guarantee how much more confidence you will have. So, right. So if you're, I can just imagine if you're flustered or even if you're arriving, I mean, I've seen some crazy hot mess, um, you know, glam squads that they're cleaning brushes when they arrive. Like there's just like, I know I see you shaking your head. <laughs> You're so cute. It's true. Like it can, you know, I'm not trying to knock anyone, but the more you can be prepared and the more that you can be like, honestly thinking less about what you need to do and putting your energy into your bride. Like, mm-hmm. like that is one thing I do. I don't, and I don't know why I feel so called to say this, but even for me on my way to weddings, I'm actually saying a sweet prayer for my couples. Oh, yeah. and, <laughs> I do. I do. And I I do that. So it's, you know, it's not, you know, before I will be totally transparent. It used to be like, okay, God, please, please don't let my camera break or please don't let, you know, me look really stupid or miss anything really important. And that's what the prayers used to be way, way, you know, 10 years ago. And as I've been shooting more, the more I am in my own space and being feeling so prepared and all that experience, now I can give that energy to my couples. Totally. You can give more because we yeah, we have that experience under our belts. We know what to expect and we've been through a lot to like be prepared. So I, I want to give a little piece of advice for people who are newer. You won't always feel the way you're feeling going into jobs. It will feel less and less like work and more and more fun and like play and to trust that it will. And one day you're just going to look back and realize like, oh, I got this. Like, I'm not nervous anymore. I'm not like, yeah, it just, it shifts all of a sudden and it's, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that just comes with time. It comes with practice and it comes with time. So let's go ahead and paint some more pictures because I'm all about the visuals over here, even though this is a podcast, (laughs) but I'd love for you to walk us through some either practices or I mean, I guess you didn't even call them a ritual or what are some things that you do to kind of set the tone for this calm vibe? Because we all know that when you walk into getting ready rooms, it's not often the personality of the bride. It's kind of a collective energy. So if if you have a super chill bride and then a couple psycho crazy bridesmaids that are (laughs) right, they're playing loud music. One of the sisters is screaming at her little toddler. Like there's just so many things that can go on that I don't want to pinpoint like a personality trait to the bride. Like this is like a collective energy. So Kim, in your experience, how do you help maintain that? Or I should say, actually, how do you help create that chill, just happy, blissful morning? So the biggest thing is actually what I do ahead of time. I'm creating a timeline that is, has padded time in it. So more time to set up than I need. I also ask that everybody be in the room 15 to 30 minutes before their service time, time for touch-ups at the end of the day. So When you're starting with a more luxurious timeline where you're not rushing, that already reduces stress and already reduces like urgency and all of the like, you're eliminating a lot of things to begin with. Then I'm like constantly have my eyes and ears out for things because again, having been a bride myself, having been in so many of these rooms, I can kind of predict what's going to happen a little bit. You know, I'm tuning into the bride. I'm tuning into the moms, especially. 
there are really there tend to be particular personalities that affect the bride the most siblings moms and like probably the maid of honor but a lot of times the maid of honor will like help in these situations too but I'm like connected to them all day and I can tell like okay does this person need to eat something do we need to change the music um, is it getting a little chaotic in here? Do I need to move where I'm doing their makeup so it's more peaceful? You know, I'm constantly thinking of these things. And again, it's such second nature now. I used to have to think about it more. And then also when the photographer or videographer, when all those people come in, it is a little crazy sometimes, like right at the end of that morning timeline. But I'm also tuned into like, oh, is a special moment happening over here? Oh, I'm going to do this person's touch-ups. Like, they probably want to capture that. And so I'll, like, you know, tap on the photographer or whoever else because at the end of the day, this is for the bride and they want all of that. If I see it, I'm going to help with it. I've also instructed, like, bridesmaids to do some things or, you know, so it's a little, it's just, it's being super, super aware of what's going on. And being flexible and just being like the silent orchestrator, like the a little bit of a puppeteer. <laughs> yes, yes. You're an undercover vibe person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I, for me, it's definitely more quiet. It's not about me. It's about the energy of the room and making sure the bride or whoever my client is, that they're so happy and feel the best they can possibly feel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And that is so important. That carries on throughout the entire day, yep. right? I mean, it's just, it just never stops. And I can tell a difference when no matter how perfectly perfect eyelashes are glued on or the perfect tone of lip color that mixed three different colors to get that <laughs> perfect color, right? Like whatever these hair and makeup stylists are doing to just create this perfection, If our brides and the wedding party aren't truly feeling that love and beauty and just all those good vibes, it's just, I mean, their day just isn't feel right. It's just something's always going to be off. Absolutely. Like, I don't know, a lash can be a little bit off, but if you're feeling off, yeah, none of it matters. No. Or it can be perfect and you're feeling off. Yes. Yes. Totally agree. Yes. So I know you touched on this a little bit earlier, but I do kind of want to hone in on this for all the sisters out there or the misters that only wear chapstick and mascara every day. So I know that this is actually, and it's so funny because as I've been really trying to market to my dream couples and really trying to just honestly share more about myself, I've been attracting the type of brides that are more like me. It's so weird. And so that's why I absolutely loved referring you, Kim, seriously, is because I knew that you were so trusted to take my beautiful friends that literally only wear mascara and and like birds, bird, is it birds bee or birds bees, um, chapstick (laughs) and that like, that's all we rock. So Uh how do you build that confidence knowing that, especially on wedding days that these brides, they, they want to feel like themselves, but just a little bit more polished. Like, how do you roll out that experience for someone that wants to feel absolutely beautiful, their best self, but truly, truly just look like them? Yeah. So it starts with that on my consultations, 
I show up without makeup on too, because that's also me. Like I, I feel like I have two looks. I have the like chapstick and nothing else or like full on makeup because it's fun for me. But like genuinely at my core, I am skincare, sunblock, lip balm, and I have lip balm everywhere. (laughs) Um, So it's, you know, it's showing up and connecting with them as human to human of like, I, I am like you. And I can also do really good makeup. But I am like you. So that starts off with the trust right away of like, I'm not showing up in crazy makeup, like over the top, all the skills that I can show off because they don't care. They want to look like themselves, feel like themselves. It's really talking a lot about skincare, to be honest, and talking more about skin than I'm talking about makeup because they want to know that not only will they look good, but those are typically the clients who like really care about how it feels on their skin too. They don't want to feel like they have a ton of makeup on. So I talk them through my products. Okay. My products are very high quality, high pigmented, which means I don't need to put that much on you. I'm going to put as little as possible on you to get the look you want and feel the way that you want. So it's a lot of communication in that way. I talk a lot about skincare in my content on my website, on social media, all of that, um, because that's who I also want to attract. I want to attract somebody who wants to look and feel like themselves, who wants to pour into themselves that maybe they haven't that much, but you know, during wedding planning and on their wedding day, they want to look and feel incredible. So let's get on a really good skincare routine, you know, Uh, maybe they never had before. So those are the biggest things is, you know, showing up as a human, relating to them human to human, and talking them through how I achieve that they can look and feel like themselves with makeup as well. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I feel like your testimonials and your videos, Kim, you are killing this social media (laughs) and content game. And I absolutely adore seeing all of these how are you adding time or how are, I mean, I know you are very well, like you're clearly a professional. You were very well seasoned in the wedding industry, but for someone who may just be starting out and maybe not just a makeup artist, but someone who wants to add more content and almost that street cred or that legitness to their business, Mm -hmm. how can we create more content that converts? Yeah. So trial and error, That's honestly like my biggest tip is you have to try things until you figure out what works for you. One thing that has worked really well for me personally is recording that first reaction. Anytime I post those in stories, people love it. I get so many views on that, so much engagement. And I think the biggest part of that is because people can see themselves in that situation, right? I think anytime you can show your potential clients how they'll feel like that's going to sell that's going to convert they're going to be like I want that experience I want to work with Kiana because she makes people feel this way I want to work with Kim because oh my gosh like the way that client reacted that mom that bridesmaid that bride like that's how I want to feel and it's not necessarily like they want to look that exact way it goes back to the feelings again. They want that reaction of like, I think of it as I'm showing them how beautiful I see them. 
like on the inside, right? I'm just bringing it out for them. So when I show that people are like, I want to feel that beautiful. Mm -hmm. I want to feel the way she's making that person feel. The other thing, you know, and I see all of your content and I'm like, you capture so much. I don't have time for all that. Right. And I'm also, my day is just shorter. So I couldn't, but giving myself a little bit more time to set up then I can like pan the room real quick. I can, you know, get some photos of my kit, how I have it set up that day. I mean, I cannot tell you how many videos in my phone I have of my kit set up and it virtually all looks the same because <laughs> I need it to. But, you know, the the surroundings are a little bit different. It shows, you know, how much I'm working and creates kind of that like FOMO experience, right? And then a tripod and time-lapse does so well. Like I don't have to think about it. And then all I have to do is just switch over to the video to get that first look reaction. So it's like, it's, I mean, I know you just talked about this in one of your podcasts, but like, how can I do things that don't add a lot of time, don't add a lot of stress, they're not in the way and just like constantly recording things, right? But for me, really like capturing those first reactions has become part of my brand because that just works for me. Also, I mean, for me, again, as for like makeup and hair doing before and afters, showing that transformation. But I have to tell you, I am awful at getting the before photo. I always remember like... <laughs> When I'm already working like in the middle of their makeup and I'm like, okay, well, oh, well, I didn't get it this time. But, you know, it's just doing the best you can and creating as much as you can without stressing yourself out too. Because if it's going to be too much, and some days it is too much. Some days I'm like, I don't care. I'm not capturing this. Like, I just need to be here and be present. That's all I have energy for. And that's good too. Oh, yeah. I feel like, and I have... This is a disclaimer. I, as you know, I am a social media queen. I love boomerangs. I love sharing my life and just sharing content. I just think it's so fun. And I love that you mentioned that is that we don't have to. Sometimes we just show up and we only have enough to give to our clients and our current brides. And that is enough. Like that is really all we need to be providing because at the end of the day, this is full circle. You just mentioned about the word of mouth. And I mean, that is so powerful. I mean, I know this happens to you, Kim, where people are ready to book you for their next wedding. People are telling you all the time, oh, I wish I would have known you two years ago when I got married. Like, <laughs> I know that. And I know it because I was in the room when these girls are saying this again. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not just like being nice and trying to make this up to make her feel good. No, like women truly say this every time I work with Kim. So so it's powerful. And like we, I can go on and on and on about all these feelings and the emotions and, and truly, like you said, being kind of like a, or an orchestrator or a facilitator of these emotions and being really proactive about this safe, positive space. You mentioned a lot about communication mm -hmm. and truly being able to, and that's something so powerful for any small business owner. I just saw, oh gosh, I forget his name. I can see his face. I'll have to quote him. Um, he talked about, if you don't understand people, you don't understand business. And this is so huge. And I feel like that's truly a gift that you have, Kim, that a lot of us can learn from is truly being in a position to understand, like listen to be understood and, and vice versa with your clients, because it can be so touchy and it can, right. I mean, we all know that people can look at a photo and like your face doesn't look like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> so we have to teach them and guide them to truly feel their best self. Yeah, so. absolutely. I So I taught preschool for nine years. You know this, but mm-hmm. for your audience, yeah. I learned so much about people through the smallest little humans. They are the best communicators. And there's a lot of times where I do exactly what I did with my students with my wedding clients, because if you are direct in a compassionate and kind way, but if you're very clear and upfront, then people know what they're getting and they will be happy. If you're not upfront and you're not clear and maybe there's, um, you know, hidden this or that, or the expectations are different because you didn't talk about it that's when people get a little uncomfortable or dissatisfied. So the more direct, again, in a very kind and compassionate way you can be, the happier your clients will be. And then of course, you know, going above and beyond when you can, anytime you can, is just going to increase those emotions, those feelings and increase those referrals as well. Amazing. Oh my goodness, Kim. So I have one last question for you. I feel like I can talk to you forever. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'd love to know from you. So even though you're a pro with your makeup brushes and you are just like a HoneyBook wizard, you are so good at HoneyBook um, and utilizing all their features and their workflows and emails. What, in your opinion, is the best marketing tool for you? Anytime that I can showcase myself. So, you know, the first that really comes to mind is Instagram. I put the most energy into Instagram. I do have a VA who creates like my feed content for me, but showing up in stories, showing my life a little bit, relating that I'm a real human that genuinely cares about you and your day. I would say that is one of the best marketing tools. I mean, I can go into like, SEO and website and blah, 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 like all those very like strategic, structural, boring things like, yeah, that's super important. I work a lot on that too. But people buy from and buy people, you know, yes, they like my work, of course they do, or they wouldn't hire me, but they're hiring me because they want me with them on their wedding day. So I do show like me and my family, I show some vulnerable things every so often. I have autoimmune issues and I'm on some like rough medication right now. And I showed up the other day like sharing some of that because my clients experience those things too, you know, and they want to connect with me and relate with me. So anytime I can show up as myself and, you know, show that side of things that I think is the best marketing Yes. Yes. It's so powerful. And I feel like too, because oftentimes you're in the, I can speak for both of us being in the wedding industry world, right? I mean, that's just our job. That's our life. That's a lot of our business, but oftentimes our past clients, they, after they've been married, sure. They want to see things. Their friends are getting married. We're getting tons of referrals. So oftentimes our brides are now bridesmaids in future weddings, right? (laughs) So that is a cool feeling, but I totally get it. I get that we have this ability to just be like, hey, like, come continue working with us, but we need to show up so they actually see us so we can stay top of mind. Mm-hmm. That's the coolest thing. And I agree, yeah. Kim. I There's a fine line between just sharing your life and sharing too much, but also being extremely strategic and relatable. 
Right. I mean, I don't share absolutely everything. No way. Yep. I mean, I also think that's exhausting <laughs> yeah. to like share everything, but sharing little pieces that feel safe to share and also a little bit vulnerable is is so powerful. It's beautiful. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much, Kim. Please, please let us know how can we become your best friend? How can we learn from you and continue to refer you? Uh, I just feel you're just this wealth of knowledge beyond, beyond hair and makeup. So how can we contact you? Ah, uh, the, really the best way, Instagram, um, at Kim Baker Beauty and KimBakerBeauty.com. Literally everything is Kim Baker Beauty. Super easy. Baker as in like, a baker in a kitchen, (laughs) (laughs) B-A-K-E-R. Perfect. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this wealth of knowledge. And I truly encourage each of you to go out and just pay a little bit of attention to the vibe around you. And I want to give you the confidence to know that you can change it. You can change the temperature in the room. You can open up doors and windows. You can change the music. You can, I don't know, put a diffuser on as long as no one's allergic. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't encourage you to start burning incense in rooms like that. You know, that may not be good. If, unless Hotels you- have like regulations against yes. that. <laughs> yeah, we can't be too woo-woo right away. Um, but I, I love that you are empowering us to truly be in control of things that we may not think we can control. So I just think that's so beautiful, Kim. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Thank you. Keep dancing, baby. Woohoo! That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.